Howdy, y'all. Welcome to the Houston is Home podcast, where we celebrate the people and places that make Houston home. I'm your host, Austin Jackson. I'm here with my co-host, Charity Ellis, today. Yeah, and we have an awesome episode about what you can look forward to in Houston for 2021. Charity, you want to share a little bit about who our guest is? Sure. I'm super excited to have AJ Mistretta with us today. He serves as the Vice President of Marketing and Communications for the Greater Houston Partnership. He oversees content, creative development, and media relations for the organization. AJ has worked in marketing and public relations in Houston for more than a decade, representing a number of companies and organizations. Prior to joining the partnership, he served as Director of Communications for Houston First and Visit Houston, where he managed the media relations and content development. He's written for newspapers, magazines in Austin, Houston, Dallas, and New Orleans, and I have a feeling he knows a lot about Houston and calling it home. So excited to have AJ on it. Let's get to this conversation. As always with me, we find a way to talk about the Houston food scene. So stay tuned and enjoy this episode. Hey, we are excited to be here on another episode of the Houston is Own podcast, actually the first one of 2021. And we're excited to have our guest AJ uh, here with us from the Greater Houston Partnership. How are you doing today, AJ? I'm great. How are you guys? Doing pretty good. Good. Yeah, well, we're so excited to have you. I know uh, 2020 was a a different year. There was a lot of challenges and a a few things that kind of came up, but we're so excited to be looking forward into 2021. And I know uh, recently I was scrolling on social media and we uh, came across your article about some of the things that we can look forward to in 2021. So really excited to talk about that today in our episode. But first off, we really just want to learn a little bit about yourself. So uh, Charity, I know you have a few questions for them and uh, just kind of get get us started off today. Yeah, looking at your bio, I thought it was fascinating all the time that you must have spent in your career just learning about Houston and telling others about Houston. So tell us a little bit about that, your different roles that you've had um, promoting Houston and then your current role at the partnership. Absolutely, Charity. You know, uh, I guess I came to Houston about 12 years ago now. Uh, you know, I'm originally from New Orleans and I spent some time before this in Dallas and Austin before you know coming to Houston. Houston has definitely become home for me. Uh, I spent seven years working with the Greater Houston Convention and Visitors Bureau, which is now part of Houston First. Um, this is, of course, the agency charged with helping promote Houston as a destination for tourism and conventions. So I really got to know the landscape of Houston, if you will, uh, and what the city has to offer through my role overseeing public relations there. And then three years ago, I joined the Greater Houston Partnership to represent the Houston region in a different capacity, but really, you know, continuing to tell the story of what I consider this amazing world-class city. Yeah, that's awesome. So you've been in two, being from New Orleans and being in Houston now, you've been to two places that have some of the best food in the world. And that's, I just want to add that just because food in Houston is probably my favorite thing about the city. So in New Orleans, it's it's pretty amazing food there too. Absolutely. You know, it's, I, I often compare the two and, you know, I'll tell people, you know, New Orleans is known for a particular type of cuisine, which is amazing. And you can find the right places to get just the right thing, you know, in Cajun Creole. But Houston, you know, isn't really necessarily known for one thing. We have so many different flavors here. And and that's what's great about it is, you know, this is eclectic nature of the cuisine. You can't pinpoint one dish or one thing, right? Because it's just so different, diverse. Um, but 
just as amazing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And one of the things in your article, I'm getting ahead of myself, but I'm really excited uh, about some of the projects that Chris Shepard has coming to our area that you mentioned your article. So uh, we'll have to make sure people read that or we'll talk about it a little bit later. But uh, overall, I mean, um, what are looking forward kind of from your experiences and things that you've uh, kind of seen with working in Houston this past seven years and living here and calling it home? What are you excited about the future and what's happening and coming here in 2021? Yeah, you know, part of my role with the partnership is to manage our website and put out content that really speaks to the work we do and the news and events that are driving Houston forward, if you will. And so at the beginning of the of the last couple of years, I put together a rundown of some of the big picture projects that are slated to open or be realized in the year ahead. In, in January of 20, 2020, actually, we were looking toward uh, looking forward to several green projects like the Houston Botanic Garden and the Eastern Glades at Memorial Park. And both of those obviously debuted this last year. So it's an exciting feature that gets folks jazzed up about what's coming. Uh, this year, we looked at 12 different events and initiatives and projects slated to take place in 2021. Now, some, of course, are, are less physical than others, but play, if you will, a pivotal role in how Houston will, will fare in 2021. For instance, I included the vaccine rollout in this year's list. The reason is that if the rollout goes well on the months ahead for Houston, we could we could see a return to a stronger, stronger economic yep. activity by this summer. But if things don't go well, if it takes a little more time than we think, uh, that could mean we could take till fall to see a return to yep. regular economic activity. And of course, in turn, that costs us jobs, costs us lost businesses. So uh, how that goes is, is really, really important. You know, another key element that could affect us here in Houston uh, is the Texas legislative session. Uh, with the recent, sorry, with the recession at play right now, the legislature won't be working with as big a budget as they would like. And that will mean some programs and efforts might see some budget cuts. At the same time, we are working to remain energy competitive here in Houston and ensure equal access to technology and other resources for everybody. So at the partnership, we'll be actively working with lawmakers to make sure key measures that affect Houston's future get funded. You know, you know other things in my list um, this year are more physical in nature. The ION, for instance, this is you know, a nearly 300,000 square foot innovation hub that's rising right now on Main Street in South Midtown. This is, of course, for those not familiar, the former Sears site that's been turned into a center where innovative startups, uh, established companies, universities, and others can come together to collaborate and, and really grow the next generation of Houston companies. Yep. The ION is also serving uh, as, as sort of the anchor uh, of a 16-acre innovation district that surrounds the site, which will, you know, over time include residential, office space, retail, and other stuff. And then, you know, I'll just leave you with one more. You know, we're also pretty excited about the groundbreaking this year of TMC3. This is, you know, a 30-acre collaborative research campus from the Texas Medical Center and a number of major member institutions down there. What's going to happen at TMC3 will again be that nexus of research, startup development, life sciences work, and other activity that's going to help solidify Houston's role as a major hub for life sciences. Having the world's largest medical center is going to help draw more companies to this region yep. who want to work alongside those major institutions. So we believe the work that will begin happening later this year on that campus uh, that should open by 2023 is going to be pretty important to the our future economy. 
Yeah, the, I mean, it's so exciting to see those type of projects and the type of investment Houston is making in its city to where more people can call it home. And it also has those opportunities for the people that do call it home for jobs, for things to do to build a business, whether you're an entrepreneur and starting from the very the bottom and looking for a startup, essentially having a place like the Ion. And what's uh, what's crazy is my, my grandpa actually sold insurance at the Sears building under like the escalator. So like, oh, wow, a long time ago. So a lot of history in Houston, but seeing the type of projects and the type of things that we're bringing to the city is just so exciting to have for people to come and enjoy, grow their business and have so many opportunities. So it's, it's really cool. And especially on the life science or the health side with the Texas Medical Center already playing like a huge role in our economy, a huge role for bending our citizens uh, or benefiting our citizens and everybody that uh, can contribute to that, but also driving more people here to help it just continue to improve, continue to bring more people here that can help us and, and hopefully just continue to grow our economy and make a difference in the people lives that live here. You know, and, and just to kind of piggyback on that, you know, I think part of the thing that we we are focused on at the partnership is, you know, we recognize that energy uh, has been a, has long been a big part of of the economy here in, in Houston. And, and increasingly that's, um, you know, we're seeing, you know, efforts to transition uh, energy to more carbon neutral resources and so forth. And so those jobs aren't going to be as plentiful in the years ahead. So what, what replaces that? Right. And that's a big question for a lot of folks here in Houston, you know, whether you're, you're, you're run a business or you, you know, just happen to live here, you know, what, where's, where's our economic growth going to happen? And I think increasingly we're seeing, you know, things like life sciences, you know, with, with TMC is a huge, a huge growth area for us, things like aerospace and, and aviation, you know, with, um, the commercialization, if you will, of space yep. beyond just NASA. So these are things that we can look to in Houston that we have had uh, perhaps, you know, growth in, traditional strength in, and we need to, you know, leverage that to help to help grow that next generation of companies. And that's what we're doing. Yeah. And it's so awesome to see just the diversity of the opportunities that are available, like from in the eighties when Houston was just pretty much an oil town and really where it went through like that kind of first downfall or kind of slow down where we had uh, Dr. Steven Kleinberg came on one of our, he was actually our first guest on this uh, podcast. And he shared just some of those stories from his book, uh, the prophetic city Houston on the cusp of a changing America. And we're starting to see that this is the changing of, of America in those industries, those different things that are coming uh, part partially from that and the different projects projects that are cool. And so it's really cool. Highly recommend that book. Love, love Dr. Kleinberg and what he does. And that book is really just a wonderful encapsulation of, you know, a quick history of Houston and how we got to where we are today and uh, highly recommend it to anybody out there listening. Yeah. Awesome. So, I mean, talking about all the different industries and the things that are coming here, if someone is considering moving to Houston, in your opinion, what, what would be good for them to know? Yeah, you know, we get asked that question a lot. I, I think one of the things that we often use to sell the city is the tremendous quality of life we enjoy here at what amounts to a fraction of the cost of other major U.S. cities. Uh, think about it. We have access to world-class museums, fine arts institutions, performing arts groups, cuisine from around the world, like we've talked about a few minutes ago. You know, a true gumbo, if you will, of cultures <laughs> right at our doorstep. And yet Houston remains relatively affordable compared with cities like San Diego, Los Angeles, Boston, Dallas, uh, Washington, D.C. We often tell people, if your company is moving you here and you aren't sure, just come visit. Uh, give us, give Houston a look and you'll be surprised by how green it is. All of those attributes that I mentioned and how accessible they are. Uh, people who come here often stay because of the opportunities and the friends that they find here. And that's just, it's, it's giving Houston a chance 
it's going to surprise you. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Are there other things coming up that you wanted to touch on? I know he mentioned Chris well, Shepard. You didn't really talk about that. So we don't want to leave our audience hanging. Yeah, you know, uh, there are a few things. Uh, I think, um, you know, the the farmer's market that's actually going being revamped down uh, on Airline, Airline Drive, this is a great... Uh, project where basically, um, you know, a number of folks are involved, uh, including Chris Shepard, we, we mentioned, um, you know, they're basically taking what is an established, iconic place and turning it into a real food destination That's for cool. Houston. You, know, you think about places in other cities, um, uh, like Pike's Place in Seattle, yeah. for instance, or you know, that are really food destinations. Uh, we have a, a wonderful culinary uh atmosphere here, landscape, but there's not one place we can kind of go to and to kind of capture all those different unique flavors. And I think this, this may do that with a number of the vendors that are, that are established there as well as newcomers and new chefs driven concepts that are going to pop up. So I'm pretty excited about that project. That's, that's coming to fruition in the next few months. You know, another project that's pretty cool is the old post office building in downtown uh, post HTX. It's actually now Post Houston. Um, this is the the former post office building uh, on the uh, on the banks of Buffalo Bayou on the north side of downtown. That's really being turned into yet another kind of hub of activity where folks will be able to go for uh, different kinds of you know culinary treats and restaurants and so forth, but also kind of an international market. Uh, there's going to be a rooftop garden and venue space there. Um, so really a transformative project. Uh, in North downtown and in an area where, you know, not a lot of folks get to venture, but this is going to be a place or, you know, a, a project that's going to draw them. And so we're going to see, you know, additional activity happening around that area of downtown because of that project. And this is what I would consider like one of those anchor projects, one of those things that is going to generate more activity in general, uh, which is pretty exciting. So I'm pretty jazzed about that one as well. Awesome. Yeah. That is exciting. I can't wait. So what is the partnership's role in all of these exciting projects coming up? Tell us a little bit more about the Greater Houston Partnership and how you're involved in these projects and what else y'all do. For sure. So, yeah, the partnership is primarily a business organization for the Houston region. You know, our roots date back to the founding of the Houston Chamber of Commerce going all the way back to the mid 1800s. And then in 1989, the partnership was formed through the combination of that organization, along with the World Trade Center of Houston and the region's economic development group. So today we represent about a thousand member companies and about a fifth of the region's overall workforce. Um, you know, we promote the region as a place to do business. We advocate for the business community and the residents of the region. And we convene the business community on the important issues facing this area. So again, kind of like you can encapsulate that it's, you know, promote, advocate and convene. That's what we do. So how do we plug in some of the uh, plug into some of the exciting things ahead? I guess I, I would say um, I mentioned our public policy team is working with state lawmakers in the legislative session as that gets underway. So we play a role in the activity in Austin uh, happening this year as we have in sessions past. One of the projects we included on that list uh, you know, that, I, that I, we've been talking about was Greentown Labs, which is essentially what's called a climate tech incubator that will open at the former Fiesta grocery store close to the Ion in Midtown. So what the heck is a climate tech incubator, right? Uh, it's a place where energy-related startups can find the resources and assistance they need to, to really bring their technology to scale. 
in essence, how do we continue to meet the world's energy demands while also lowering our carbon footprint? So that's a big focus for us here in Houston right now. You know, it's a concern and nowhere else do we feel like can solve that problem quite like Houston, right? You look at other places around the world where energy is a focus, but they don't have the resources. They don't have the, 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 um, expertise that we do here in Houston to really help solve for this problem. So through our economic development work, we were able to convince Greentown, which is based in Boston, to open its second location here in Houston. And that's kind of that's kind of how we play a role in these things, right? How we help generate and uh, bring new business to the region. Yeah, awesome. awesome. You're bridging the gap for Houston and reaching out between other cities and between other corporations and businesses and really bringing them here, bringing more business to Houston. Awesome. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. And you have something coming up. You had mentioned that you're planning. Is that something that could be available for other people to jump in on your annual meeting? Yeah. So next week on January 26th, uh, we are going to be hosting our, our annual meeting uh, virtually uh, for the first time ever, as, as many folks are doing these days. Many organizations are having to host uh, things virtually. But we find that that's an opportunity really to reach out to different audiences that may not have thought about joining something like this. I mean, you think about what is the, what is the Greater Houston Partnership? How does that affect me? Well, we're talking about things like the future of energy in Houston, which honestly affects everybody. We're talking about things like access and and what it means to create opportunity for everybody in our community. And so it's not just about you know the business community, it's really about everybody. And what kind of role does an organization like ours play in you know the future of this region uh and you know how can we affect everyone's lives in a positive way so really you know i, I want to make an invitation to everybody to to join us for this because it really is an opportunity to hear about this organization learn a little bit about it but also figure out how it how it affects you in your day-to-day life awesome and where can people learn more about the greater houston partnership Absolutely. So Houston.org. Uh, it's a very simple URL, uh, Houston.org. And you can, you know, look at uh, upcoming events, uh, sign up for things. Um, you can get our, our newsletters. We have a number of newsletters that are available to the public. Some are just for our members, but many are available to the public that they can plug into. So please do check out that site, Houston.org, and, and learn about what we're doing. You know, we're doing um, a lot of content uh, on a regular basis and putting out a lot of interesting stuff that we, uh, we think... Uh, just general consumers in Houston should be interested in. It is. We love following your pages. So y'all are doing a great job. Thank you for keeping us in the know about Houston. We appreciate it. Yeah. I love how y'all's website set up, especially talking about the different neighborhoods and like showcasing the different areas from whether it's inside the loop or some of the suburbs. It's really cool how you focus on those communities and really uh, help them kind of shine and see because what Houston is such a big city and it's got so many different communities and how they all come together and how they all can be celebrated by themselves too and make great places to live too. Absolutely. And, that, and that's part of our focus, right? It's not just, it, it's to help explain Houston to locals and what's going on and what, what, what the activity is and how they can plug in. But it's also partly to showcase to outsiders, you know, what, what does Houston have to offer for me? You know, we've seen a lot of folks interested in the last you know year or so. And as they, they've explored other cities, other places to move to, perhaps they've you know, unfortunately lost their jobs or they're looking for less expensive places to live, or they just want to be closer to friends and family during, you know, what is a, a challenging time. Um, you know, a lot of folks are, have, have moved here 
to Houston um, and they're exploring their options as they look at other places. And so we think our site is a wonderful resource for doing that. We actually have a relocation guide. So if folks aren't familiar with the Houston region, they can sign up and get that. It's a physical you know, magazine that showcases Again, all of those things that we just talked about, you know, the neighborhoods themselves, but also the museums, the attractions, the things that people can do, the food scene, um, where they can plug in and make Houston you know, what it is to them. So it's, it's, it's an awesome opportunity. So if you could have breakfast with any Houstonian past or present, who would you choose? You know, probably for me, it's Jesse Jones. Uh, you know, his name is on a lot of buildings in town, but probably not very many people realize just how influential he was in the formation of Houston, you know, the one that we know today. Uh, he helped secure the financing for the Houston Ship Channel, which really made Houston the major port city it is. He was instrumental in establishing great arts organizations, including the Houston Symphony. He was part owner of the Houston Chronicle, helped shape the skyline uh, in the mid 20th century. And, you know, by, by the way, he also, under Franklin Roosevelt, helped dig America out of the Depression as head of uh, the Reconstruction Finance Corporation. So, I mean, this is, I, I'm fascinated by this guy because he was so instrumental in kind of what we know to be Houston, but also, honestly, like what we know to be America yep. today. And uh, he was a Houstonian. He was, you know, a very, very influential individual at his time in the early part of the 20th century. Um, and so I just, I, I, this guy you know, said so much. It'd be really cool to sit down with him and maybe just have a few breakfast tacos. Yeah. I think it'd be pretty awesome. So you're going to breakfast tacos. You're not going to like the breakfast club or anything like that. Where are you, where are y'all going? I, I mean, breakfast tacos. I, I, there's some awesome places on the East side that I love. Uh, Donya Maria is, is one on navigation. That is a favorite. And, um, yeah, I think breakfast tacos. I think, I think just make it, make it simple. It's, it's about awesome. the conversation, but those tacos really help. Awesome. So we love also finding out when we talk to people, just some fun things that you might know about Houston that other people don't. Um, you, you've probably met some amazing people in all of your years promoting Houston. So do you have a favorite Houstonian that you've met that you'd like to tell us about? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's actually funny. Um, I, I really have met some, some wonderful folks of the year, chefs, uh, celebrities, sports stars, others, uh, Probably the most awestruck I've been personally was getting the chance to meet astronaut Gene Cernan. Uh, so for those of you who aren't familiar, uh, Cernan was uh, the last man to walk on the surface of the moon during the Apollo 17 mission. And I had the opportunity to shake his hand during a meeting of former astronauts and their wives for the launch of a book several years back. And uh, you know, I spoke with him for a few minutes and was really, again, just, just struck by how ironically down to earth he was, uh, you know, it's kind of funny, you know, the man that walked to the moon is pretty down to earth, <laughs> but those, those, those guys were truly brave to do what they did. And, uh, what many continue to do traveling the space to continue to advance science, you know, and our understanding of, of the world, we're lucky to have the home of the astronaut Corps here in Houston. And of course, obviously Johnson space center as well. So, uh, you know, it certainly harkens back to another time, but we continue to propel that forward with the activity that we're engaged in um, down at Space Center and with a lot of the commercial operators that are now engaged yep. in, in that next generation of space travel. Yeah. Awesome. And if you had a day off in Houston, a complete day off, where would you choose to go? What would you choose to do with all the options? 
Yeah, you know, it's a question. Uh, it's a question my po- my partner and I ponder pretty often. But I'd say my perfect day would feature three key elements, if you will. I, I think it's a a museum or an art institution, something outdoors, and a great Houston restaurant. So I, I really do love our museums, particularly the the Museum of Fine Arts, uh, which obviously just debuted its new Kinder Building that dramatically really expands its footprint. And I also really love the Museum of Natural Science, where I, I you know I always manage to discover something new, despite how many times I've been there. Uh, when it comes to the outdoors, I love hitting up Buffalo Bayou Park for a bike ride or a run. Uh, the new Eastern Glades, as I mentioned a few minutes ago at Memorial Park, uh, and obviously the very well-established Arboretum there are, are great day trips as well. I take my dog out there a lot and it's, it's a lot of nice. fun. Just simply walking around Discovery Green, you know, and taking that in. If you just got a few minutes and you're, you're around downtown, you know, 12 acre park used to be a parking lot and has become really a centerpiece of, of, of modern uh, urban green space. Uh, it's, it's, it's pretty amazing what, what's, what's, what's happened down there. For restaurants that, you know, there are just so many that I truly love. It's hard to pick just one or, or seven, but I love some of the authentic spots in Chinatown, uh, like Sinsen or Fobin and Crawfish and Noodles. Uh, I really like the restaurant Eunice for great seafood. That's over in Greenway Plaza area. And, uh, you know, as I mentioned before, I'm a big fan of whatever Chris Shepard is working on at any given time. So uh, a lot, lot of opportunities for food here. Yeah. I'm going to be taking notes. I, we just do these podcasts so we can get places to go. And, <laughs> and it's a spot. great, it's a great, great plug-in, right? Yeah. You can, you guys can figure out what you, what you need to be doing, right? That's awesome. <laughs> oh, for sure. I know I got to check out, my wife took me to uh, Chris Shepard's Georgia James for my birthday this past year uh, in November. And it was just, it was awesome. Like just the food, the atmosphere and just everything you could eat. And it was, I mean, it's actually in the old building that where Underbelly was. And I never got to try Underbelly, but he had some of those some of those dishes and things that he had on the menu there, which was really cool. And just able, I had a, this, the ribeye steak I had oh, was yeah. probably the best. I've <laughs> it was so good. That's awesome. Time, That's right? awesome. Yeah. We need to go find yeah, definitely. These spots. What keeps you calling Houston home? You know, I, it's, it, it sounds really cliche, but it, you know, it's the people. I mean, like most, most people I came here for a job you know, well, I didn't come here because I was innately drawn to Houston per se, but I've stayed here because I found a home, you know, with great friends, opportunities to plug into my community and honestly, a great quality of life, you know? And, and I think that's why most of us stay. We found our place in the world. And, and it's here. And, and that's, you know, it makes a big difference when you feel connected to a city, when you feel like you can make a difference in a city and really plug in and help make it a better place. That's, that's where it's, that's where you feel at home. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, we really appreciate you just taking the time to to chat with us today here on the Houston is Home podcast, where we really do just that. I mean, that's our ultimate goal, celebrating the people and places that make Houston home. And we're so fortunate to have people like you that are advocates for our city, that promote it, that bring bring so much awareness to all the good things that they're doing and the things that we're continuing to do to improve our economy, improve our atmosphere, improve our quality of life. And just so grateful to have this time with you, get to know you a little bit more. So thank you so much. And is there anything that you want to add before we, we get out of here, anything uh, that you could talk about? No, you guys have been great. I really appreciate this opportunity to, to talk about Houston, talk about the partnership. Uh, it's really close to my heart. It's, it's not just what I do. It's what, what I, what I live, you know, and uh, it's, it's, it's pretty exciting. So I really appreciate the opportunity.